It's been 50 years since the War of the Wilds, and still nothing grows on the Kindlelands. The exact day the flora of the world stood up and ravaged the cities of the Greenor Peninsula is lost to the ages. After the great fire tore its way from west to east, turning the land barren and fallow, the otherworldly patrons, the guides, and the great cities of the Kindlelands worked together in their own way to bring a kind of peace to a war-torn people. It is a gentle, delicate balance, and something or someone threatens it. Hello, and welcome to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I'll be your GM. Today, the Ages 3 make their way to the apparent terminus of their journey, and discuss what comes next. This is also part two of our New Year's Day in-person recording, so if the audio sounds just a little bit different from what you're used to, that's why. Also, it's worth noting that this episode is going to pick up right where we left our heroes last time with the Ages 3 as well as Jeremiah underneath Everburn Hall as they have defeated the hags that had kept the citizens of Everburn held captive. Uh, Thank you to our backers, Connor, Jeremy, and Nate for their continued support, and y'all can sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. Mordecai was going to approach and check in with Jackson, but seeing that... I... Mordecai, I'd like you to roll me an inside check. Yeah, sure. Four. You notice that the wanderer is being very quiet. Hmm. I'm not going to... I'm not going to reach out to him right now, but that's definitely on on Mordecai's mind at the moment. Sure. Maybe maybe later tonight he'll mm-hmm. try to touch base because he's still he's he's still con- Mordecai's still concerned about Jackson at the moment, and and now seeing Gaia manifest a little bit, it's like I'm going to step away. I'm going to let them have their moment. Uh huh. He believes that there's more that she can do for him than than uh, Mordecai can. Do. I want to come down at Magic Guys on this portal thing. Portal's it's- gone. Oh, it's like oh, it's yeah. What once that light. Once that, uh, I'm sorry, but maybe I didn't actually get around to saying this. Eventually that roaring purple streaming in through the door does fade. And when it does fade, that portal closes. Gotcha. It is just a moss covered altar. Um, there's uh, a couple of little, for lack of better term, bits and bobs scattered about it, offerings of some sort. Uh, you magic eyes it, and you see that the altar is radiating a little bit of fey. However, there is a small bag on the altar that is absolutely radiating some druidic magic. I'll, I'll approach that bad boy. Okay. Um, Mordecai, hmm? um, if you would, come. What's up? I'm going to grab it, and I'm like, will you open this for me? It, 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 I, I'm is this a, a trick? Of, no, I'm feeling a lot of druidic. Is this a skeleton gourd situation? <laughs> You don't get to know what's inside. No. And I open the. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, Mordecai stashes out of your hands before you can do it. You open a bag of beans and seeds, and you have found another Patreon item. <gasps> this one was designed by Kim Metzger. Thank you very much, Kim. Kim Metzger. Metzger. You have found the bag of force seeds. Bag of. Force seeds. Force. It is a one-time seeds. use wall of force. Whoa! That instead of being a wall of force, is a wall of plants. All right. Holy fuck! Wall of force plants. Yeah. Neat. You scatter them on the ground, and 
uh, the next round, they will be fully grown trees and stalks and vines. Cool, 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 cool. Dope. Bag of force seeds. Mm-hmm. How do I how do I know what this is? Like by just looking at it. I, am I just familiar with like did did Tall do I tell me about this long ago? Just like in a book or going forward, you will not need to uh when you find a Patreon item, you will just know what it is. Cool. Because I will get to it momentarily, but you have found one and you've been afraid of it. What well, is it the hippo? The sitar. The sitar. Oh, oh. we have to actually like out of, got- out of game. Unfortunately, Zach Rob, you have to deal with this thing because it's a patron. Well, no, no, doesn't I, like ghosts. I have had this discussion with this individual. I have found an amicable solution to the situation. <laughs> There's a ghost in this sitar. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, um, yeah, Mordecai tightens the neck on the bag, and mm-hmm. um, we'll just keep it on his on a side pouch. Cool. All so right, this could be really handy. Did we won? I, I think so. A bunch of ghosts came back and went into the altar. Well, that is that is good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, hey, hey, Jay. Yeah. Do you know there was a weird fey altar beneath your house? No. Okay. Sorry. Just no. You're fine. I figured not. I also just figured I'd ask. No, like I knew my family kept some weirder traditions back in the days. The mantles, you know. We had a way about us until all the fires came through. Right. Apparently they didn't even bother to tell people that it happened. Oh, wow. The fuck does that? I wondered how we fell from grace, and I guess they just fucking burned us out. Mm. (sighs) Well. Look, I need to... Get some ammo here, on this oh, or here. something. I got, I got you. Go, okay, I got you. Go. I'll, I'll cast a, a second level cure wounds. Ah, on, thank you. On his face. Cool. Yeah. Place your hand on his cheek Ooh. gingerly. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 18. Okay. 16. Sorry. 16. Um, you see his face kind of like grows back together. Yeah. I Instead of the... looking gross and burned, it looks like a cool witcher scar instead. <laughs> yeah. I tap the, the wood hunk on my druid necklace and uh, a little bit of light just forms in my hands and looks like looks more like sunlight than like magic light mm-hmm. you know the difference yeah i got uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a uh, it's a warm light not a cool light yeah there we go burn bright not hot mm-hmm. so burn, burn halogen not led <laughs> there we go all right you radiate that over his face and he feels much better and he you know thanks you greatly um all right let's I'm going to go bed. That still sucked. Yeah. I, I think... saw more ghosts tonight than I thought existed. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm going to go to bed now. And then tomorrow we're going to leave. Okay. Fuck me. And he grabs his crossbows and sheathes them and heads on up. Yeah. Let's, let's, okay. let's, go. let's camp. Mm-hmm. What, um, do you, what do you think, Gaia? Things sucked long enough. They have for me. Things have certainly sucked long enough, but I just hope they start stop. I don't know. I miss him, whoever he was. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Okay. You good, Jack? No. Let's go. I have a character thing. Carrie doesn't remember things either. 
I think the pa- someone wiped the patron's memories. Um, pretty sure Wanderer forgot something at some point. Mm. Yeah, that happened. They can't remember the or I don't know. He could, he wouldn't tell me about the potion. Yeah, he wouldn't. No, that's right. He wouldn't. So when I step back out on the stage, does the sitar call to me? <laughs> Roll me a d twenty. Oh goodness. It's a nineteen. It does. Uh, and I look around and they haven't, they, the others haven't come on the stage yet. Correct. Uh, hello, Ghost in the Sitar. And then, and I'm like, just like, the very, like, like, cautiously, like, scooting towards it. Are you going to be memed? <laughs> And I turn it over. And I strum it. <laughs> and it is, you know, okay. that if you attune to this, this is Menelie's Mandolin of Madness. Oh, man. Is that why it's What's a sitar, up, but it's Carlin? called a mandolin? Yes. How you doing, Carlin? You did! The sitar is called Menelie's Mandolin of Madness. That's what I thought I heard! Um... Upon attuning to this item, you cannot call an instrument the proper name. It is impossible, but you know how to play one song on any instrument perfectly. (laughs) I love that. That's amazing. That's the best thing ever. Oh, man. (laughs) So good. Thank you, Carlin. Thank you, Carlin. Thank you, Carlin Campbell Johannes. Mm. And thank you, Manalee. Thank you, Mentally. Thank you, Carlin, for Mentally. <laughs> thank you, Mentally, for Mentally. But I can play at least one song on every... On- you can play one song on every uh, instrument. All right. So then I mean, when you guys pop out, you're like, hey, everyone, I, I decided to take another look at this mandolin. And, uh, it, How it, it did looks- that go? Oh, and I, I believe it is, it is not as scary as I thought it was. Well, that's not haunted. That's well, no, it is not. All, all right. the ghosts no are ghost gone in the now, mandolin right? At all. That's all fair. We now, did right? get rid of all the ghosts. That makes sense. Yeah, it tracks for me. I just got a big ass mandolin. Also, between sitar. between Jackson's eight intelligence and my ten intelligence, we absolutely don't know what a sitar is. Nope. Oh no. I mean, I, re- I referred heard- to this instrument as a sitar earlier. That would require them to remember. That's or very care. fair. That's very no, very fair. I don't remember. Me, nope, that one. Right. <laughs> so we- why do you have a string box? Well, it, <laughs> it called to me. String Alright, so we are taking a long rest. The three of you head back out behind Jeremiah. Joe is keeping watch. Uh, there's significantly less to watch now that the ghosts, uh, are the ghosts are gone. What's up with that candelabra? As you walk on out, you do see the candle lit. Jeremiah stops it for a moment and he licks his fingers and he extinguishes it. And nothing happened. I wasn't going to say anything, but that's probably for the best. <sighs> At least until this is my place by rights. I'll figure it out later. Well, hold on. Mm-hmm. 13 intelligence. Okay. I think, technically, this is uh, all of ours by right by conquest now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you want to be like that. Well, no, I I stop and I look at him and say, well, if that's true, then I hereby relinquish my claim to you. Appreciate that. 
I'm never fucking coming back here. <laughs> no. No. And you did do a good stab on me, but I can't promise for the others, but I'll leave it out of my report. I feel like Mordecai and Zephyr doing the... We're, yeah, we're just like waiting. It's like, okay, so we're good, right? It's like waiting for hopefully the tension to settle. Uh, and, and then uh, suddenly a, a cork dart flies and, and, and hits hits you in the noggin. Cross my fire! <laughs> so Jeremiah... Starwipe. <laughs> Jeremiah walks out. Starwipe. Long rest occurs. Yeah. <laughs> all of the final flight take watches instead of you guys because okay. you all did things tonight and... They did fewer things tonight. All, all things like considered severe. Like yeah. he stood on a balcony and shot some lightning. <laughs> That's all he did. I need some fire swords. I would like to have a patron talk. Absolutely. Um, Mordecai restlessly not be able to sleep again tonight for a little while, and mm-hmm. just like I wait, <laughs> I don't sleep. <laughs> He sees... This sucks. Yeah. He sees um, Loaf on watch and just kind of, like, raises a hand, like, I'll be back. Um, and... Cursor's that way! Thanks. Do you go the other way? No, I'm just kind of... I I am... I, I like to think that on the... I don't think Mordecai has an, as much trouble sleeping as, like, Jackson does since, like, the elf turned happened. Mm-hmm. But I do think he gets restless at nights. Just sort of wanderer side effects. Sure. And literally when that happens, he just kind of instinctually goes wherever... He almost tries to let the wanderer take the reins for a minute and just mm-hmm. let, him, let him take control. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll shift in, into Direwolf mm-hmm. and just sort of start pat around and probably have this conversation in my head. Hey, wanderer. Yes. You good? In what way? I don't know. I'm look. I'm not the best at reading people to begin with, and I know you're not. You're not even a person. Well, oh, rude. But go on. My, I'm just proving my point. I know. I'm <laughs> Continue. It just. I don't know. There's that moment with Gaia, and that reaction right there is why I wanted to bring this up because it seemed like something was up with you. It almost felt like you wanted to say something, but weren't. I am an author of deals. I'm very good at writing them. But being good at writing deals doesn't mean you get everything you want. It's knowing what you're willing to give up. Patrons and I, well, all of us patrons, I suppose I should say, We all signed a deal. Mine was a little different. I got to keep a little bit more in mine. Not that it does me a lot of good. Okay. And this is the point where it gets very difficult. Because talking about the specifics of this deal are... Is... Morikai stops moving. You know, you're... You're asking all the right questions. I'll say that. I'll say that you're the one of the first to ask all the right questions. Huh. So kudos to that, I guess. Thank you. You're properly inquisitive. 
runs in the family. Clearly. You got a plan for me and mom again? Cause she's there. Yep. A couple of your sips too, I think. Yep. A couple sisters. One of your brothers too, maybe? Yeah. yeah. I have limited knowledge, but much better knowledge on you. Uh, I kind of never thought that far ahead, to be honest. It's been a long time since my roads connected here. It'll be interesting, to say the least. Hmm. You know me, I'm a moment-to-moment person. Fair enough. But I'm living in this moment right now. This was a good place back in the day. Seems like it. He kind of falls back into himself. Mark, I will pat around for another half hour or so. Um, another thought strikes him. Mm-hmm. General. Yes. Well, first off, pleasure fighting with you for the first time. It was a good time. We should do it again. Not gonna lie, that was something different. I felt that. Um, look, I've, been, I've known the Wanderer for a while now, your bro, and mm-hmm. we've been talking for a while, and there's certain insights I've gathered, and just... He likes to talk in circles, likes to kind of leave things out. I guess what I'm asking is... Are you good with all this? With what? The right. Of Aegis? Yeah. Fucking better than being just sent to Bullwood to wait to die. Fair enough. Or something else. But is there... You know, the king is no fan of He protects us out of necessity. Nothing more. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look at this like a battle. We have ground to take. Hmm. We have... There are six of you, and we have five. But the battle doesn't feel like it's won once we get the forebearer. There's something else. And I'm just not sure what that is yet. Someone is coming after us. We have to... You are our protectors, but it still needs to be sorted out what is coming after us. Hmm. Guess guess I'll just have to stay sharp. From what Brother Dearest has told me, it seems like you've had run-ins with them. Encounters. They've tried to get their hands on one or more of us before, or at least bring down something about around us. I don't... I don't know what it is. Okay. But here's hoping they reveal themselves soon enough. Yeah. The more we know, the better. And I can't kill the desert in front of me. <laughs> Alright. Well, hey, if anything... If anything weird jumps to mind, if... This may sound weird, but if... We bump into anything that Seems familiar familiar to you, but that you can't place. So what you're saying is something that's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too not familiar. Let's sure. Let's go with that. If if anything like that pops up, you let me know because there's something afoot. Sounds good. All right. Mark Howell, stay out for another fifteen twenty minutes or so and make his way back to camp. It's a long piss. You, no, Loaf just sees a wolf come back. <laughs> I know, I'm used to you. Mm. Oh. I know you because of the mutton chops and very long whiskers. 
Oh. Oh. If a wolf shits in the woods, is it still Mordecai? <laughs> but no one's around to see it. Wolf, um, Wolfakai. I am uh, feared, you know, before Wolf-a-kai. before bedtime. There's uh-huh. a little little light reading in Dad's book sure. about uh, the the weird stuff that he was reading about. Okay. About being able to make his own familiar. What? what? Um, and then does you know a, a little bit of his offerings of of routine or whatever mm-hmm. to the deep data mm-hmm. yeah. as offerings of data you close your eyes and you lean back and you turn your ring in the prescribed number yeah. of ways and you just kind of fall back into three to the right one to the left three to the light second start at the right mm-hmm. around the morning um and you close your eyes and you fall back in to sleep. You're thinking about the problem at hand. You want to create this familiar homunculus thing. And that's kind of, that's been the thing that you can focus on and, you know, really take control over in this moment. And you find yourself in that plane of light once again. Just a, a never-ending sea of blankness. And uh, you see that outsider right there. Oh, boy. My leash. The deep, the tiny girl standing in the T-pose. Her palms go up, close, and open, beckoning you to continue. I have been doing a, a little bit of reading about practices of your long-forgotten followers and um can you tell me more about what the homunculus is? Because if I can make my own familiar, I, I want to get in on that. <laughs> <laughs> she processes for a moment, and... Uh, your fucking verbiage when talking about the deep voice just frustrates me. <laughs> in your head, you hear... What form do you want it? Um... So small. Uh, I mean, in, in at least the monster manual, they like a homunculus has its own sort of form. Sure. Um, now that, that was just fine with that. It looks like know. a terrible little mud baby. Kind of looks like a terrible little mud baby. Give me it, a second. But it's your own terrible little. You are you are being given a little bit of agency here. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh, oh God, I have no idea what I want this thing to look like. Um. Could be like a tiny creepy doll, a little clockwork thing. Could we could stick with the mud baby? See, like I'm fine with the little mud baby. I think they're adorable. What if it's like? What if it almost? I like the idea almost of like a creepy doll that. Om- All right, there. Like that. Yeah. Look at that little mud baby. That's not bad. It's not weak. See, I think they're adorable. Okay. Like, Without even you know, she asks the question and she just grabs. In your mind. Consciousness. The consciousness. Ooh, I like that. Without even, like, being able to explicitly say it or think it, this image of this, like, tiny monkey bat comes to mind. Very well. Find my altar in Bulwark, and I will help you create this. There will be a sacrifice you will have to make. My power. You will not have access to the power to issue anymore. I will think about this. Very well. The white abyss that you are standing in crumbles away around you as you fall into a true sleep. I really like the the reverent Zephyr 
Like it's 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 a side that like we don't get to see. We like Mordecai and Jackson get to see very often. Like any time you talk to the Deke, it's like it's a different side of Zephyr that I really I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jackson, did you have anything else you wanted to do before bed? No, Jackson just waits. He very specifically does not even attempt sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just kind of waits and you listens for Gaia because that is something he can actively do. Okay. To take his mind off other things. You sit with your back straight up against the wagon and you spend that time just kind of looking out into the middle distance. Uh, from down here, there really isn't much to do. Every so often you get up to, you know, quote unquote, use the bathroom, but you take that time to wander out into, uh, you know, up on the parapets and, you know, look out over the barren landscape and you're listening for Gaia to say anything more, to intonate anything that she didn't hint at before, but there's nothing. She has told you everything she knows and could possibly tell you. Dawn breaks out earlier than you're used to over the desert. You pack up the wagon and you leave. It is an uneventful week travel from Everburn Hall to the gates of Bulwark. Mordecai, as you're riding closer and closer to home, you feel dread and joy fill your stomach. For all of its faults, you love the city. The mountain metropolis is and was your home, and the spiraling network of streets have a calming effect on you. Toasty's Bakery, Da's Boot, the family garden where your mother practiced her druidic magics, all things that you were looking forward to seeing and showing your friends. And then you remember your family, your mother, and the dread returns. Zephyr, you spend the ride with your snout buried in your father's tome, Patronic Natures. For you, it contains much review. Information about the patrons, their mannerisms, their access. No wonder the book was pulled. It's fairly conclusive, except for one. Information about the forebearer is sparse at best. The book goes into detail about how tied it is with the line of Graynor, and that one accesses it officially by taking part in a ritual at a shrine. It also describes it as a being of deathly quiet. It leaves you uneasy, but in the end, it'll be Jackson's burden to bear. You sigh, and you watch the rolling landscape go by. You think about Yandi, that gnome you left in the Hedron, and her message for the mysterious Greenstone. You think about the patrons, their mysterious nature, and those who walked the path of the ages before you. But mostly you think of the choice you have in the future, that of being the wandering warlock or a life on the stage. Jackson, you spend the entirety of this week straight back and narrow-eyed. You sit and watch. That was too close and too far at the same time. You were taken by surprise, but never again. You had a, a bad reflex. A reflex that in any other situation would have been welcome, but you just have to move forward. And you accept that Jeremiah, even for all of his faults, seems to accept that. You do feel bad about the results, though, and but it is what it is. You're going to be free of them soon enough, though. At some point, when you get into Bulwark, they are going to go one way, and you and your compatriots will go another. 
sleep is coming harder and harder. And when it does, it is mostly in meditation found through your newfound heritage. You walk through visions of C-34, you linger in the singed halls of Everburn. You look at yourself standing over a mortally wounded Jeremiah, and when you do awake, you just dwell again. You distract yourself occasionally by reading through your new offices and bosses source books, but they prove little comfort. As you near the mountain itself, dawn begins to come later and later as it has to rise up above the mountain as well. And as you get closer and into what would have at one point been typical foothills of any mountain range, what is there is a series of farms, think rice paddies in Japan, where they are tiered and leveled so that they can grow the most amount of food in the smallest amount of space. You make camp the night before you're about to reach the gates. The uh, rest of the final flight has taken it upon themselves to uh, see about getting any preparations made. They've left the three of you alone to discuss what your next move will be. There is a couple of strings that uh, Jeremiah has been taught exactly how to pull to get you to where you need to go as quickly and safely as possible. Essentially amounts to showing the right paperwork to the right people. Uh, after that, you and them should be going your separate ways, at least for the time being. Because the fear, though, he was born in Lorada and has spent most of his adult life in Bulwark. Is that Correct. still the case? All right, cool. Just yeah. to make sure. You have significantly less affection for it because yeah. you weren't, you know, there willingly. You were concerned. You were, yeah. yeah. I, I, you I, were a child soldier, so yes. you weren't super thrilled to be yeah. there. Yeah. Which wow. brings me, you know how you were talking about, you like seeing the reverent side of Zephyr. Yeah. like, yeah, he might have you know, actually been a good soldier, like had people treated him like a person. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. This is <laughs> coming home. This is, uh. Not home, but it's coming back for me, too, mm-hmm. a little bit. I didn't spend a ton of time in the city, though. I... Yeah, I, I grew up here, and, and it's outskirts. and <sighs> the, bu- I... the buildings are too big. <laughs> There's no farms. There's some farms. You're camping at the base of a farm right now. This isn't a farm. <laughs> <laughs> what do this you mean? This is a mountain. Hey! <laughs> Is this an That's my farm? city you're talking about. <laughs> um, we are, I at the very least, am going to need to try and steal some time away to go talk to mom. That just kind of needs to happen. I mean, it, it would... Yeah, have fun with that conversation. It would behoove us to anyway, I think. Do we do that before or after? I'm, did I miss something? Why is this conversation that is coming with your mother going to be so awful? Oh, the whole thing about my dad, and I know about my secret uncle now, oh, and the oh, fact that, that they're that, not from round here, Zephyr. Well, it just it made it seem like you That were... I didn't grow up in my family, and just... <laughs> we really... The Mordecai just, like, starts grumbling and pacing again. Just the way it was talked about, it made it seem like you were in trouble for something, and you have not done anything wrong. I'm on your side here. Relax. I don't think they can say we're in trouble for anything, since... Abraham's. You know, we have done a kick-ass job at this. Hey guys, I have a real question. I don't know if this situation is like that or not, but when you guys were soldiers, did you ever have a civvy tell you that you had to listen to them because they paid taxes and that paid your that paid your salary? No. Oh, I did. That was not a good night at the bar. <laughs> 
I all I no. Up. See, my job base was based on people not knowing that I was that's, a soldier. That's true. Yeah, no. I threw a man out a window that night, and he deserved it. The <laughs> only time I got to spend outside of the barracks was when I literally snuck out. Nice. I was not supposed to be outside the barracks. Oh, hell yeah, a rebel like me. But my my. I More like a, escaping capture. I had a follow-up sure. thought. I don't remember what it was, but it was... Oh, right. It was... So if they think that, and they're obviously wrong, because that's not how it works. Sure. Are we in charge now because we've got all the patrons, or most of them? Is that how that works? I, I, I so. have actually been giving this some thought. Oh, good, because I've tried and failed. I don't think we're inherently in charge, quote-unquote. But we certainly do have a lot of, we'll call it leverage. We can have the capacity to make, at the very least, have influence over some very important decisions that need to be made. And they would be remiss not to listen to us because of what we've gone through and what we've accomplished. And what we know. And what we know. So if we end up in a big political game, a tug of war, we just kind of get to win? I think so. Or at least have the biggest say in it. I certainly don't think the patrons are going to want that. Maybe they'll take over our bodies and pilot us, and we'll have six gods versus a bunch of squishy politicians. That doesn't sound too bad. Probably go <laughs> and get it over with, yes. So where are we going? Well, well to the palace. We need to pick the up the forebearer. The king. Hey guys, here's a stupid question. Do either of you know what the king's name is? King Graynor. Just Graynor? I'm assuming we would know this, yes? King Roll me a history check. King Rick Graynor. <laughs> Can I argue no, advantage? No, not. Can sure. I argue advantage because I grew up around yes, court a little bit? Absolutely. That's, that's a 21. That's a 5. Okay. Uh, 16. Okay, with the, 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 the 16 and the 21 would know King Etrian Graynor the third. King Etrian Graynor the third. Hell. What's my general disposition toward the king. I don't think that Mordecai would have interfaced with him ever, but maybe once when he was just like a kid and mom was like, hey, meet my kids. Yeah, um, there was absolutely a moment, like you you have absolutely been in the presence of the king a handful of times, Mordecai. He was, uh, and you don't know the third as much, as well as you did the second. Okay. Um, you remember, you vaguely remember the second and he was an old old man when you were like seven or eight okay. um which was when pretty much that exact thing that you're talking about happened the king invited you all to you know up to the palace to have dinner and you had dinner in the throne room and that was neat and you got to hang out with the king and like he yeah. was you know an older guy but his son you know the second or rather the third wasn't there okay. at that point did uh, you start a food fight you tried. Your dad did stop you. That's fair. He he saw me a mile away. I read me like a goddamn. I feel like book. as you like went to throw it, your dad like caught your arm and just like flipped. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wouldn't cause a scene like no, that. No, he 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 He's did. Sneaky. He 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 looked at you and saw the chip off the old block that you are, <laughs> and was just like, nope, nope, nope we're not doing that tonight. My the mashed potatoes instead of making their way at the king, instead just ended up like up your nose. Boy, no. 
go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> boy. Boy. Atreus. Boy. 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 Um, lazy. Boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You actually have seen the third. It was years ago. It was when uh, you were maybe like 14, 15, something like that. No, that was long ago. <laughs> right after uh, the third took power. And... Uh, he wanted to, you know, as is his right, he wanted to see his troops and see what was happening with, uh, with the warlocks. Uh, so you and your fellow captives, um, were trotted out and, uh, in a very small military parade. Mm. I, don't, I don't like that word. I'm sure. The, the prisoners with jobs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a shitty situation. Damn. So if, the, if that was when you were 14, how old are you now? I think he's like 30-something. So this guy's been on the throne for like 15 years? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been okay. the king for a while. Been... So my entire life. Yes. Yes. Pretty, Pretty much. much. Yeah. yeah, that you would remember yeah. at least. And you have like, for as much time as you spent on the wall, you've never seen him. Because you may have spent like a month or two in Bulwark beforehand, but you, as soon as you left home, you were sent right to the wall. And he's a coward, and he's not going to come out there, so... But that is just my opinion. You may think what you like. Never and Mordecai's just like... <laughs> reserving thoughts. So we're... We just go talk I, to the king and tell him to give us the patron. My, my, here's, the rules my father's book says that there... The, the, my father's book says that there is a ritual that needs to be conducted for you to take on the patron. And that, I'm assuming... That seems right. The place to figure out how to do that would be the palace. I would almost say let's go to my mom first. I was, well, I, I would assume that she if, would be there. Well, because she's on the council, but I would... I it's, mean, we could get some understanding and insight into palace intrigue and politics. and Exactly. Well, sorry. You guys can. Yeah, I don't... I'm just like... I'll be there. Look, Jack, this isn't my scene either. <laughs> and I, and, and Saphir... of us, I think it's kind of your scene. I mean, like, the whole politics thing, like... Zephyr, you're the charmer, That's but technically my scene, you also but I do not think I would be accepted. No, because you fucking hate these people for completely fair reasons. Well, I mean, and... I, I, I keep that. Um, I, I would say a little under under wrap. I know. I mainly look at me, and most people would not appreciate my presence. That that is all I am saying. Too I'm much. just trying to be. But you have such a charming and bright <laughs> smile. Thanks. My <laughs> like fangs are bared. I'm just gold gleam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I Joe Pesci from Home Alone. Like as I smile, you see the gleam. I'm just trying to be cognizant of Bulwark's a different city than a lot of the ones we've been to. There are a lot of politics just by the nature of things. There's a lot of very important people who live here. We don't know the terrain. We don't know what we're walking into. And I think talking to mom first would just be a way to get the lay of the land. I'm good with that. Plus, she, where, wherever she is, is. I mean, either at our our family home or she's going to be at the somewhere in the palace oh, in our offices. To, you get to, we get to see your house. We get to uh, see your childhood bedroom. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what posters are on the wall. Let's roll, go. Roll an intelligence check there. Natural one. Fuck! I hope not. I really hope <laughs> I. I hope I hid my fantasy porn. 
I really, <laughs> I really hope I took down my bullet for my Valentine posters. Oh, <laughs> my my alchemical romance posters. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. Ding. Oh, you just have a, you have an actual poster of Nature Boy. <laughs> Please, he was a forest dad, man. <laughs> Oh god. Okay. But yeah, you guys might meet, be able to meet some of my uh some more of my family too. They're Great. around. So we'll go there first, find out what's up, go get the last patron in me. Mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah, then I what? I was actually it's funny, I was actually talking to the general about that. Uh, oh good. A couple nights ago. What did he say? There's an enemy. We kinda know. There's Forces from beyond the wall, the lords of the forest, they seem to be the, the face of all of this. Sure. I don't know what that means beyond that. I don't know what... what. The three of us aren't going to be able to go beyond the wall and take the fight to them. That's not how that works. That would also be not the best, because the whole point of this was to keep the six of them I know. safe. But at the same time, we need to figure out who's doing this, because, I mean, we can't keep the patrons in us forever, right? It's okay so far. No, we are not supposed to. No. <laughs> the whole plan was once this all blew over to undo, to, to get them out of us and put them back where they belong. Yeah, so, but maybe... Oh, shit, that means we're going to have to take this whole trip over again. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a far more efficient way to do this on the return. Perhaps a very long-range catapult. <laughs> what are we catapulting? The, the patrons? Uh, and can we put them in the next box? And then... There you go. Yeah, here's my dagger. Why don't you go ahead and cut those tattoos off? Ooh. Well, they, they, they were, I'm assuming there would be a ritual first to put them <laughs> in the box. And then... <laughs> off they go! A trebuchet. Yes. Yeah. Point being... Let's go um, to your house, eh? <laughs> sure. This close to Bulwark, dawn comes late, so none of you are surprised to find the final flight packed and ready to go well before light graces your face. In fact, even as you pull to the gate of the city, you have to look for miles behind you in order to see true sunlight. Jeremiah leads the cart through the gates, but rather than to the normal roads, he takes a sharp left, and after speaking with another guard, he stops the wagon. We'll, uh, we'll take the train from here. And he leads you all into an unassuming house to find a quintet of minecarts. You are all familiar with the BMTS, and you have likely ridden it at one point. <laughs> a reminder of the city's past is a mining village. You each take a cart and hold on as a mage taps the first of the carts and sends you all careening up to the top of the mountain to the only place the carts ever go to or come from. Hold on to your butts. The palace district. Yeah. Ugh, I got my butt. <laughs> You are whipping along the dark track with little care for comfort and quickly arrive at your destination. It's a larger room filled with carts loading and unloading. You disembark and are about to ascend a massive staircase when Jeremiah points at an odd sight. A small bat-like imp carrying a sign reading, The Final Flight and Companions. (laughs) Upon approaching, the imp speaks in a draconic voice. Members of the final flight, please follow my associate Gimbal, and it 
puts a hand to itself. Gimbal? You may, at this point, consider your contract fulfilled. The imp turns to the three of you. As for you, I'll be meeting with you all shortly. However, Archdruidus Leia has invited you to make yourselves comfortable at the Sebulwick Estate. You'll be meeting with myself and King Graynor this evening at the Royal Residences. I will meet you at the Sebulwick Estates. I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah, look at that. That's great. Nice to meet you, sir. Gimbal? Gimbal. No, no. Oh, you're actually in there. No, it's a familiar. Oh, I thought this confused. was like pre-recorded. Hi. Oh, this is actually, no. I'm I'm hi. I'm I'm looking through him and using him to talk. Oh, oh cool. Hi. What's up? Oh, hello. hello, hello, Gimbal's master, Baylet Haram. Hello, Mister Baylet. Is that what is that? You may refer to me as Master B, if you please. Jackson, roll a history check at advantage because this has come up for you before. Master. Oh no, I don't need it. Oh, oh. You been back up north recently? Have you seen? I'm supposed oh. to say hi. Yeah. From who? From well, from Addy. Oh, you know Addy. Yeah. Oh yeah. The imp suddenly looks at you suspiciously. <laughs> Very well then. <laughs> I'll be seeing you tonight. Great. Can't wait. <laughs> and at that moment you think it's been a minute since I've checked the parchment and uh, you pull it out of your pocket and you have a new letter dear Jackson I'm sorry to hear Mordecai is going through some rough family issues give him a hug for me though that may be awkward I don't know if you guys hug hat on the back maybe I guess tell him I'm sorry for his familial misfortunes and I hope things get better Congratulations on your magic and helping Mordecai's uncle. I'm really proud of you and wish I could have been there to see it. I did get you a present yesterday, and it was really cool. I keep it on my desk. That way, when I'm working, I can look over at it and think of you and what you guys are up to. I'd like to see the city if you're willing to show me around. I'd really like that. Please be safe on the last leg of your journey. Your letters are the only thing that keeps me from worrying too much. Always yours, XOXO, Addy. I read it and put it back away, realizing I should probably wait until after I talk to Master B. Yes. And his full name was? Bailet Haram. You guys, guys, I'm proud of myself for just remember that off the dome. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I don't need that intelligence check. I, I remember. Nice. I did the brain thing. <laughs> guys, guys. I understood that reference. Hey. hey. Our own, from our own material. Yep. Mm-hmm. A year plus ago. Yeah, it's fair. Mm-hmm. Pre-Planes Watch. Damn. Damn. Look how far we've come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. All right. We head to the Bulwark yep. residence. You ascend the stairs into the palace district of Bulwark, home of the leaders of the city, magical law enforcement, and King Raynor himself. Mordecai takes the lead as you walk through the city, the towering square of buildings of white and black marble standing over you like massive headstones. You arrive, finally, at the Sebulwark estate, Mordecai's childhood home. Hmm. This one yours? Yep. They all look kind of the same. Yeah, but... They're really tall. 
Yeah. Really strict uh, homeowners association. Why do you why do you build a tall building on top of a mountain? I didn't build it. Not you, but like I meant like the general you. Well, how would I know? Ask the general you. I go knock on the door. Actually, no. I don't go knock on the door. I just walk in. All right. You open the door. Um, Hello. Brother? In from the other room comes running your little sister, Kira. Ah. Brother! Yeah, Kira! And she runs and gives you a big old tackle hug. And I just kind of scratch your hair. Ah, Ma told me you were coming. I didn't realize you'd be here this. Oh, my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Who are your friends? Oh, um, alright, so, uh, Kira, this is Jackson. Hi! Hello. This is my little sister, Kira. She looks like you. A little bit, yeah. And this is Zafir. Hello there, and how, how Hi. are you? Kira's the youngest. Mm-hmm. Kira, this is Gary. <gasps> Ooh, good call. Hi, can I hold him? Yes, and she holds out her hands, and he just immediately swoops down, and she sets him on his on her head. Gary is happily perched on this child's head. Nice, wonderful. <laughs> I want that art. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikolai and uh, and Lef are uh, are out and about, and uh, Kella is probably with mom. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is away, away. Well, no, Mako, Mako might as well live at the palace now. That's but. fair. You know, he's working there, so here we are. But, yeah, no, great to see you. Yeah. Come on, come on in. Wait yeah, on. Let, me sh- let me show you guys the place. Okay. Yeah, let's let's, go, right, let's do the tour. This is, okay. Um, and I'm talking to Kira a little bit. It's like, and yeah. I look, well, we walk in, and I, like, look and see if I need to take my shoes off or if there's a weapon rack, like, at the door. There are no boots. There is a weapon rack. That's exactly where I was going to go. Thank you. We're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Vis-a-vis my family. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, Mordecai uh, takes the great axe off. And the javelins, and the machete, and the shield, and the morning star, and we're good. Zephyr uh, starts uh, um, um, uh, arming himself, and he goes, Shit, I never got that dagger back from Jeremiah! <laughs> <laughs> it is now. Well, um, I, I hang up things, and I hang up the uh, scythe, and it's a, there's a second of it. It's very much Thor hanging up Mjolnir. Yeah. <laughs> and it does not pull everything crashing down. <sighs> Mordecai goes to show the place around and it's a it's it's a it's a really weird mix of like kind of what you would expect a a, a mansion-esque architecture to look like cuz things have kind of high vaulted ceilings and marble and stone construction, but at the same time some rooms are like really lush with flowers and house plants and everything and then other parts are just incredibly spartan. Is, and there, is there an indoor pool? Uh, no. There's an outdoor pool, though. Oh, okay. Um, On the roof? Uh, no, backyard. Backyard. It's, it's simple. Well, can I jump from the roof into the pool? You can try. I have tried. Biffed it. Kind of screwed up my knee when I was, like, nine. I don't know. But it still, uh, still hurts when it rains. Definitely in Dad's study, which I was like, okay, we should be in here, but we're totally going to be in here. Uh, I go and I, I go to... I think your dad has to be cool with us. I go to the... Yeah, it's fair. He kind of... He's obligated to be. Yeah. Um, we, I go to... I go to one of the bookcases. Yep. And I'm like, okay, fourth row down, seven from the right. And I find the book with the red spine mm-hmm. and I pull it and nothing happens. And I go, shit. He changed the book. 
this definitely is a secret passageway. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. So no, it's and he just starts pulling books at random. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing happens. <laughs> um. <laughs> or. Uh, Kara comes in. Mm-hmm. She pulls herself up the side of. Thank you. Thank you. Booster up. Yeah. Okay. It's this one right here, and uh, she pulls it, and the door swings open, and there's like <laughs> five casks of pretty good beer. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's not like a hideout or a secret tunnel. It's a stash. <laughs> <laughs> that seems pretty on the nose. Mm-hmm. There's what do you think? Yeah, no. <laughs> Turn to grab one. No, trying to pick one up. Oh, darn. There's hidden shit everywhere. And you you set Kara down, and she goes into the stash room, mm-hmm. and she flips open a secret drawer, and there's some um, uh, glasses and whatnot in there. Mm-hmm. Help yourself. Maybe later. Bye. And Zafir picks back up the cast. <laughs> I go and help you pick up the other end of the cast. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did save him. Thanks, Kira. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is, Salix. Your daughter said it was fine. Oh, man. <laughs> we take it out by the pool. You know what? <laughs> and we have a food party. Let's fucking go. <laughs> okay, so you take the cask out to the pool and... <laughs> and uh, it's, it's very, it's very, like, grotto-esque. It's like, uh... A little bit. There's like a little bit of a of a canopy over the top of like of of almost rainforesty. What? What was that roll? I made an acrobatics roll to jump from the roof to the pool. How bad was that roll? I rolled two. <laughs> you bang up your knee real bad. You take four damage. Sounds four points right. of embarrassment. Damage. Oh. Four points of fuck my knee. Ow. Don't swear in front of my si- my kid's sister. At Sonny. Come on. And I just flop in the pool. <laughs> no, it's okay. This a, um, Mako's got a worse mouth. Yeah. Is this a Stacy's mom situation? I'd really like it not to be. That was out of character. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, she is but the girl, Jackson. No, we go to the pool. Is this a Stacy's mom situation? Oh, no. It, it, are you asking if Leia Sabolwerk is Arc Druidess of Arc the Druidus. Kingdom? Is hanging out by the pool. And my mom. It is. I should point out, it is very many pools. It is nearly winter. You are doing a polar bear swim on this one. No, she is not out there yet. (laughs) Um, Actually, I think we got probably got a couple hours to kick it beforehand. Okay. Um, Also, when you guys, uh, I didn't get a chance to mention this because you were distracted by your kid sister. However, as you are showing them around, you do see on the table there are three passes to the city. These are all access passes that will get you to and from any of the districts. Specifically, the palace district is a little bit more restricted, uh, so it's harder to get in up here if you need to. So So, we leave, we can go back. Exactly. So we have our bulwark park hopper pass? Yeah, you've got a park hopper pass for bulwark. Yeah. Um, jump straight to the front of the line at Macy's. Yeah. <laughs> um, at one point, I would um, go over to Kara, um, and uh, I would I would take out the Tiny Pony Express, uh-huh. and I would kneel down. I was like, "Hey, Kara, come here. Yeah, I want to show you something. What's up?" And I put this. I just hold this little horse in my hands. I was like, "Check it out. Isn't cool. it cute? Isn't it cute? Cool horse. Yeah. Huh? You want to know a secret? What? She can come to life. What? Yeah. What?" <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a friend uh, somewhere in the city that you want to send a message to? I mean, I could come up with somebody. Yeah, 
You should think think of who that person is. Okay. Okay. You okay. send it to your mom to let her know that we're here. Ah, let's just do that, yeah. I mean, she probably knows, but let's just do that. Okay. So, so here, I'm going to take out and take out a little piece of parchment, mm-hmm. and I take my, my green ink quill pen, and I scrawl just a quick message to mom saying, like, hey, we're in town, we're at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, now go ahead and uh, stick the paper in the, like, just, like, put it on the on the pony. And she sets it on the pony. And it it animates. Woo! <laughs> all right, Benjamina, go do your thing. Okay. Benjamina, that's yeah. a great name! All right, now here's the thing. We have to close her eyes, otherwise she's not going to leave, okay? What do you mean? You give her a scritch. Scritch. All right, now we're going to close All right, now close your eyes. I'm okay. We both put our hands over our eyes. Uh-huh. And oh, look. Oh, shit, she's gone. Hey, language. Uh, <laughs> but the dragon said it. I'm an adult. <laughs> Wait until you're older, young one. Uh, and Zephyr is laying on his back in the pool and just looks over and I'm an adult. Zephyr <laughs> comes up and kneels down. When you get to be my age, you can say whatever the hell. How old are you? A million. What? And I, I, I snicker to myself as I jump back in the Sploosh. Sploosh. Alright. Uh, you guys spend, uh, like, an hour lounging by the pool. You are well aware that it is too goddamn cold for this shit, but you're still enjoying a moment of peace and quiet to yourselves. You've got Salix's keg out there with you, and you've tapped it, and it is a fine blonde ale. It is keeping us plenty warm. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, exactly. Kara sits next to Mordecai. It's both of them kind of just dangle their feet in the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, they let the noise of the city just kind of wash over the walls there as they chit-chat and catch up on. I kind of show off a little druid craft mm-hmm. and just be like, this is what I've been working on. And she shows you, she she knows exactly one cantrip and it is druid craft, nice. so she's able to kind of like keep up with you. Yeah. And, you know, do like flower chests or something like that. Zephyr, you are floating on a fantasy inner tube in the water <laughs> I, 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 with sunglasses on. You don't know, uh, you, you, that, that was your item for yeah. today. You eschewed some sunglasses. Yeah. And I think Zephyr like goes underwater and like Using like breath weapon fire, like heats the water up. Nice. There it is. Nice. And then it's like, nice. like, nice. Sitting in, like hot Turns tub. It into yep. a spa. And you, yeah. you, you're, it's a very Bojack Horseman kind of yeah. scene where you're just kind of <laughs> drifting in the water in this very, very nice house. Jackson, even you are able to let go for just a moment, especially after Zephyr warms the water up, you pull yourself uh, a pint off the keg and you uh, close your eyes and just kind of relax on the water. After about an hour, hour and a half, you hear the front door open and close, and Leia Sebulwark walks out. She's got her arms crossed. She is wearing the typical sleeveless robes of the council. Well, gentlemen. Mom, hey. And I'll scratch Kara's head and Zephyr stand up. Like, oh! Just boys, just stay there. It's fine. It's fine. Please. Sophia <laughs> does like the, the arms up on the edge of the pool and is just sort of sitting in the water. Dinner dinner's on it. Well, you'll be doing dinner with the king, but uh, we're getting close to evening. We'll get you some food. Hello. Sorry. Hi, Mom. We sorry, we rolled in earlier than we expected, and it's so quite alright. I'm just I, killing time. It's quite fine. Uh Master Haram will be along shortly. All right. Can I get anybody anything? Anything at all? No? No, I think we're good for the moment. Maybe maybe a uh, <clears throat> replacement cake for your husband. Arts Druid, Arts Druid, everything is fantastic right now. We're doing great. <laughs> Did you, know, you kill that thing? Almost. No. 
It's fine. We're yes, doing as Kara like sneaks us <laughs> the, the last glass. <laughs> Honey, what have I told you about drinking Daddy's beer? Don't kill the keg. Don't kill the keg. <laughs> That's right. Precisely. My family rocks. <laughs> Mostly. There's a reason Mordecai is like a pretty jovial dude. Like, <laughs> right then. Yeah, we'll get cleaned up and. Yeah, it'll be a long shortly. Go ahead, do. Whatever you need to do, he's not patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that well. sounds right. Good to see you all again. Is there a place to wash up? Chlorine makes me itchy. <laughs> <laughs> Chlorine is now canon? <laughs> <laughs> she walks over to like the side of a grotto, pulls aside a shower curtain that disguised itself as part of the rock wall because it's fancy and magic. And there's, um, like, a little shower area back there that leads into a private dressing room. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. They like their rock aesthetics. It happens, I'm just like, sweet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, maybe this place doesn't... All right. All right, this is good. I'm coming around. This is great. I imagine Mom's inside as a politician's pretty rockin'. She probably would be able to, and Mordecai has no deception. Mm-hmm. Mordecai would probably, she would probably be able to notice that Mordecai is like having, is is shakily meeting her eye, like he's yeah. making sparing eye contact, and she is meeting your eye. Yeah, no, she she is one hundred percent going for the power glance, mm-hmm. and she's winning. Yeah. She excuses herself back inside, and she uh, heads up. Uh, you know she is going to her garden. She yeah. always does after work. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, that'll be a fun talk later. All right, well, let's get fancy. Point of order. Mm-hmm. Like, gesture to, like, the armor. This is it, as far as the fancy goes. I mean, that works. Okay. You've been to this court before, and I haven't. Well, like, we can just slap a little bit of polish on the... Well, know, yeah, we can always... Yes, I'll take the time to polish my armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm not a heathen. <laughs> but if we needed, like, well, courtly the... robes... No, no, no. I'm just saying that I need to put on something that's not this as I gesture to my leathers and furs and hides. Like, <laughs> I understand now. Yeah. Thank you. I need um, to put on clothes that make me don't look like I just came from the woods. Leia sticks her head back out the door... By the way, if you do need something a bit more courtly to wear, they sent along some things. They assumed you wouldn't have the formals with you. Yeah, that was personal. Although I'm pretty sure your prom tux is still in your closet. It is what Ron Weasley wore. The cummerbund hasn't been polished in a bit, though. You might need a little bit of extra spit shine on that one. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, honey. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash anotherpathpodcast. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash anotherpath. A special thanks to our donor, Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can also find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht Griffin at Griffcold, and Zach at that guy Zach Rob. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and until then, remember that homecomings are bitter and sweet. <laughs>